You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon and Moadim Lasimcha. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, October the 16th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Jordan is denying reports that it is close to agreement with Israel to extend the lease allowing Israeli farmers to work agricultural lands in the Tsofar enclave in the south of the country and Naharaim area in the north. A statement issued by the foreign ministry in Amman said that the 25-year lease will expire next month and talks with Israel have addressed ending the arrangement, not renewing it. Earlier, a Khan reporter cited senior sources in Israel as saying that the two countries are close to agreeing on extending by about half a year the lease to allow Israeli farmers to work the agricultural lands in Sofar. Jordan has previously declared it will not extend the lease, which was granted under the 1994 peace treaty with Israel. Cabinet Minister Yuval Steinitz of the Likud said a few weeks ago that there were zero chances the lands would remain in Israeli control. The Turkish incursion in northern Syria, a Syrian monitoring group, says that since the start of the offensive by Ankara against Kurdish fighters last week, 71 civilians have been killed, including people who were executed by pro-Turkish Syrian fighters. Some 300,000 people have been displaced in the area of the fighting. U.S. Vice President Mike Pence and U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo are due to meet with the Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan later this week in Ankara. As Turkey has vowed to press ahead with its offensive in northern Syria, despite American sanctions and growing international criticism. Meanwhile, U.S. Democratic and Republican lawmakers have submitted bills to both houses against the U.S. troop withdrawal announced by U.S. President Donald Trump that preceded the Turkish incursion. The heads of parties issued a joint statement that the White House imposed sanctions on Turkey are not enough. The bills call on Turkey to halt its military incursion in Syria and on U.S. President Trump to present a detailed plan for the elimination of Islamic State. The IDF Chief of Staff, Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi, is due to meet today with the Blue and White Party leader, Benny Gantz. The IDF said the meeting was initiated by Gantz, a former Army chief himself, against the backdrop of the security challenges and regional developments, and that it was approved by the Prime Minister and Defense Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. Meanwhile, in the deadlocked coalition talks, Israel Beitenu chairman Avigdor Lieberman says the Likud has not yet responded to the proposal put forward five days ago to launch negotiations on guidelines of a unity government. The conclusion, he said, is that the Likud is not interested in guidelines or a unity government, but only the seat of the prime minister and seats of ministers. Lieberman wrote on Facebook that the offer still holds and his party is ready for negotiations at any time if the Likud wants to speak about substance and will agree to dismantle what he called the Haredi Messianic bloc. In other news, Palestinian sources say anti-Arab graffiti was scrawled in the Ramallah area village of Deir Ammar. Police are investigating. In Jerusalem, tens of thousands of worshippers gathered at the Western Wall for the mass priestly blessing ceremony known in Hebrew as Birkat Koanim during the Sukkot festival. The chief rabbis of Israel and the rabbi of the Western Wall and holy sites were in attendance Main roads leading to the Old City and the Western Wall are closed to private transport. In Jerusalem, five people were rescued from a burning building on Ben Yehuda Street. A man in his 50s was in serious condition from smoke inhalation. One person was in moderate condition and the rest light condition. Two people have been detained for questioning in connection with the fire. 
The condition of 14-year-old Asher Hazut, who was struck by lightning along with other family members at the Zikim Beach south of Ashkelon yesterday, continues to be very serious. The condition of a 21-year-old sister-in-law is stabilized. Three other family members are in light to moderate condition. And inspectors from the health ministry today went to the branch of the Aroma Cafe in Tel Aviv where several customers contracted food poisoning and the inspectors took samples of food from the site. The branch itself has been shut down until further notice. This morning, the woman who was hospitalized after eating a tuna fish salad at the cafe was released from hospital. Another customer also fell ill after eating tuna salad from the same restaurant. The weather outlook, cooler with a chance of local rain accompanied by isolated thunderstorms, mostly in the east and south of the country, slight chance of flooding in streams in the south and east. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 29, Tel Aviv and Haifa 30, Beersheba 32, and in Eilat going up to 38 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can find us at 101.3 FM, Spotify, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.